Hello everybody, my name is Alea Nyrell Washington and this will be my first episode for my podcast, I Got Something to Say. This is the podcast where I, Alea Nyrell Washington, comes on and says whatever the fuck he feels like he would like to talk about. Um, that's not meant to be arrogant. We'll get into that in this story. So I decided to tell you guys of a life-changing experience that just, uh, um, not just happened, it actually started around, started in 2020, um, and the story is still progressing, or I'm still dealing with it, the, the effects of the outcome, but, um, so let's go ahead and get started and get into it. Alright, so, our story starts, what do I want to start? Okay, let's start um, at January 2020. Uh, I had just gotten an email um, saying I was on academic suspension uh, for about two years. So here, the stipulation was either academic suspension for two years, either or I could enroll into a community college, get the credits um, that I was missing, and then I could go back to school. Uh, I, my original plan was to actually take a year break, um, and in the year that I would not be in school, I would be working, um, doing the things that I felt like I need to do. Um, I knew the suspension was pending and actually I kind of forced it because, um, I felt like I didn't, I was missing a lot of the things that I felt like I needed, um, to do or be my best self in college. And I had been feeling that way since about my freshman year. So from around January to about March, I was working in my brother's, uh, CBD store and ended up stopped working there. Because I took about $300 out to register. Because uh, I had intentions to do something and get the money back. But it fell through. Um, so, pretty much admitted it that I took the money. And, of course, I wasn't working there anymore. Um, so, I was without work for about a week and a half, maybe. Because I ended up... My cousin ended up coming over and was talking about how Amazon was hiring. So I applied, got the job, uh, went took the drug test, and started working up at CLT4 uh, from Thursday through Thursday through Saturday from 6 p.m. to 6:30 a.m. That was my shift. I was a stower. Um, actually. Before this happened, uh, but actually before I started working at Amazon, um, I had been taking pictures and doing some stuff with my cousin, who was actually working. She was a receptionist or something for a barber here in Charlotte, and um, didn't get hired. But I was asked to, you know, just take some pictures, and because like you know, I was just, just kind. Not wasn't just starting out, but I was still like in the beginning. And, um, 
I was pretty much excited just to do it. So I was took the opportunity and the liberty to um, just take the pictures and I'll uh, show you guys some of the pictures or whatever. Um, and this is the cousin that I had went to high school and actually I kind of chose the college that I chose. Uh, she wasn't the only reason why I didn't do it to follow her. I did it because of the, I heard of the experiences um, she was having and the opportunities that she was afforded. Um, so I was like, hey, I uh, looked at that. And then I did the research uh, for my area, political science, and pretty good, <laughs> pretty high ranking. Um, so I was like, oh, man, I'll take that. Um and I'm like this is a person like I felt like I could open up to or like confide in, um, especially in high school when I was going through some things. So we were talking and um she pretty much asked me like why I don't really come home or like why I don't come back to Charlotte like that or why I don't really And I was just like, Well, you know Well like come back here for what? And you know, it was she gave me the same answer that everybody always gives me to, you know, be around family and be around everybody. And I was like, well, I mean, I don't really see a purpose of really coming home. I mean, you know what they say, go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. She gave me this look. Like, hmm? Like, yeah, I only feel like I'm, like, yeah, like, honestly, like, I had, I only feel like I'm tolerated when I come back home. So, what is the purpose of me coming back home? Um, and then I want to say like a, probably like a week later, we end up having a conversation, just talking, um, somehow we got on the subject of cheating, and apparently, I think she told me, like the barber she was working for is married but like he's cheated on his spouse and has like a kid like one or two kids like outside of his marriage but like they're still married or something or whatever I was like so here's the thing I'm not saying I don't respect cheaters but if you step out of your marriage and your partner your spouse has a problem with this I'm not going to be asking you for marriage advice. Because for me, I feel like respecting your spouse and your partner is important in a marriage and for a healthy and successful marriage. Um, hell, I made a goddamn Facebook status about that one day and shit. Apparently, a lot of people got offended about that shit. For what? Like, I mean... I'm not saying you're a shitty person. I'm just saying, hey, with this area of expertise, when when I feel like, which is also the reason why I'm, I'm extremely fucking single. Um, long story. Anyways, I don't, I don't want to ramble too much, but I don't know if I was like, you know, like, fuck cheaters. Man, you know, you can't try. Some shit, like, I probably said something that just, I don't know. I, I was like, oh, something I, like I don't respect cheaters. Just, I probably did say that. Um, and she gave me this look of like, how dare you? Or some shit like that. 
I was like, what? And then next thing I know, she comes and tells, this is the first time I had ever opened, I had ever heard about this. Because before this, I thought, like, these two people had, like, the best marriage. Or, like, if I ever wanted advice about a marriage, I could go to them or some shit like that. So, anyways, apparently, this motherfucker tells me that, well, her mom cheated on her stepdad, who's my uncle. So, not her stepdad. So, her mom is actually my, my biological one, right? And I'm, I'm married. I'm, I'm related to her stepdad, my uncle. It's pretty much her father. I'm going to be for real. Her dad is married in. So, I ain't telling nobody business, but since I ain't saying nobody names, so, I mean, fuck it, why not? So, she tells me her mom cheated because... Her dad used to be beating on her mom. Uh-huh. Not to me. <laughs> I didn't say this. But to me, the first thing that went up in my mind was like, well, why would you do that? Wouldn't that be even more of a reason to get, to get your ass whooped? But I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I was just like extremely taken aback by that because I had never heard about that. Apparently, this is something like the whole family known about and it's extremely widely known um i just don't care for gossiping too much um so because like for what like <laughs> i need to know about this for what like what does this do for me uh but yeah so okay back to me taking the money because that happened before i took the money um it's like a lot of tension or whatever because uh, my brother felt like I betrayed him, which in a way I did. Um, I'm not going to say why. Like, I felt like I needed to take the... Because I don't want to get into it. But I did. what I what, I did what I did. Um, and uh, I was just hearing a lot of different things. Um, so, I, I don't really... When I come home, I don't really feel like I have anyone like I could open up to. Or, like, talk to. Um, so... When I was um, going through some things in, in high school, I would uh, go to my aunt and my my aunt and uncle's house. So I called her up and I was like, hey, and I was just talking, like, you know, get some stuff off my chest. And, I, and, you know, I did. I told her, I was like, hey, like, nah, I mean, like, they're always talking about me or whatever. And, like, you know, I did take the money. Um... And I asked her a question. Because the tension was just feeling like I might get kicked out soon. So, to me, I'd rather jump ahead of some things and look like the bad guy or, or whatever. Uh, but then I ended up telling her, I was like, hey, I mean, like my stepmom, you know, she still talks about me. And, like, I don't know. Cause okay, so I I know I asked my mom if I could move in with her, and told my mom about it too, um, and, and she didn't really give me an answer. It's like a lot of people really give me this, this um, like I feel like a lot of people give me this run around type of answer where they don't say yes and they don't say no, and it just leaves me like this purgatory thing. But now I'm starting to understand. Oh, that's a no, and for some odd reason. You just won't fucking say no. That I, I think that shit is so fucking dumb. Just fucking say fucking no. What the fuck is wrong with y'all that y'all feel like y'all can't fucking say no? But anyways, how about 
one day I was home and I heard my aunt read, like, call my stepmom or something and, and like, pretty much, like, tell them everything that I told her. And to me, I didn't like that because I felt like it was in confidence. Um, so, whatever. I ended up walking in the room and I was like, wait, because it's like, well, she don't want to be here, she can get the hell out. And then, and then, and then. So, I mean, the reason why I had gotten excited because I thought, oh, like, you know, because up in, up in school, I was doing therapy and I was working on myself and whatnot. And, um, I had thought, thought that how would, <sighs> alright, it's a little naive. It's a little naive. I'll, I'll admit that. Nah, it ain't a little. It's extremely naive. It's extremely naive. So, I had like this impression or this feeling that, oh, well, you know, if I show everyone like the great work or whatever that I've done on myself, then it would also inspire everybody else to work on themselves and do what we need to do to grow and improve everyone in our own lives and things like that. Fuck no, fuck no, 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 no. That is not how people operate. Yes, I know that now. Um... Unfortunately, that's not how people operate. Um, it's sad and it's tragic and it sucks. It sucks so bad. It really does. Um, but it's unfortunate and that's how life is, you know. So, I know, I think we ended up having like a family. No, before this, nah. I'm going to say it was like. Yeah, so even before I started working at Amazon, even before I took the money or something like that, like, we had a family meeting, and then we all had to start paying. So my my issue was, I didn't say this, but my issue was, if you have to call, so that means, so now that I, so I go off to school for four years, but these two, who are around my age, have been able to live here for four years for free. Without having to pay anything to live here. And my biggest thing for me was. Which again I did not express this. Because I don't see a. I don't see a reason as to why. I should continuously be open. And be um, an expressive person. If. If it's not going to be taken. Well if you're not going to take my feelings into consideration. Why should I tell you? If you don't give a fuck about how I feel. Why should I tell you? If you don't care. Why should you know? It makes no sense. It's stupid. It's fucking stupid. But I'm gonna get back to the conversation to, to the story. Um. So the agreement was we paid two hundred dollars. So it was me, one of my brothers. I guess okay. I guess you was all right. It was me and like two of my brothers. Um, not the oldest one, but. Uh, Two ones around my age. Oh, it was two fifty. No, it was two hundred. I think it was two hundred. And you had paid hundred dollars on the first, hundred dollars on the fifteenth. I always paid it. And um, around the time, in, even like when I first was in the beginning of working at Amazon, um, I decided to. So this is like around like end of March. Now around like the end of March, beginning of April, first week of April, uh, because it was the new moon. I remember that there was a new moon in April, and I had did a ritual. Um, because I, I I had this stuck feeling, 
like there's something wrong something I'm, I'm not making connections with certain things uh I I am not happy with myself and in my position in life. Um, so I started doing some rituals, um, rewrote out my birth chart, uh, took some notes on my birth chart. And one thing that stood about that with me is uh, my Venus sign is in Pisces. And if you guys don't know that, Venus not only is a planet of love. So one thing it, it said is like I have the tendency to ignore people's like flaws. Or whatever just to see like the good aspect in them and I was like no nah, I'm not ignoring it I'm not ignoring it that's just who they are that's them right it's okay you guys we'll develop more in the story just wait so my my fucking arrogant ass you know here's my goddamn problem right here this is what the fuck I said this is what the fuck uh-uh no I don't matter of fact Prove it to me. Send me someone right now. Matter of fact, don't just prove it to me. Don't just send me anyone. I want you to send me my other half. So I'm working up at Amazon. Um, and I want to say around like a month. A month in or about like, yeah, about a month in. I, I just, I noticed like this tall ass dark skinned woman. Just random, like, she would, like, I, I wouldn't see her all the time, but it would just be certain days, like, I'd see her. And, like, I don't know why, like, if, if something intrigues me about you, like, I'm just gonna stare at you. I'm like, I have a, I have a terrible problem with staring at people, but when I stare at you, it, it's not anything negative. It's just something about you or your energy or something that is just, like, and I would sit there and I would stare at a motherfucker just trying to figure it out. Why am I... Something... You're pulling me for some reason. What, what, what is it? Um, so I tried my best to avoid eye contact. Every time like it felt like she would kind of notice that I was staring at her. I'd look the other way or some shit like that. Uh, I'm also shy too, so I also don't really talk to people. I don't talk to people. Um, and... So, I was doing, simultaneously, once again, I was doing a lot of things. Um, working on my meditation skills, working on my my self-magic, my shadow work. I was working off paying off my credit cards and my eviction, which I was able to do. Um, and then, around, like, the last week of July, I ended up getting my car. So, paid off everything in May, took a break from everything, so I paid off everything in May. And then from May to July, like, I was looking for a car. Uh, but around, I want to say, the beginning of July. Um, yeah, around the beginning of July. For, I want to say the belt, or like one of the conveyor, like the conveyor belt in the building or something broke or something happened. But like, we was out of, we weren't out of work. There was just like no volume or pretty much nothing, nothing for us to actually do. So they put out a, a shit ton of VTO, and that's voluntary time off for people that don't know. Um, or if you did come to work, you would be pretty much sweeping the whole entire warehouse uh, for, for your whole entire 12-hour shift. So, 
they end up breaking us down into um, like smaller groups, like groups of four. So I see these two dark skinned girls. Uh, so I'm just like, well, fuck it. I just I'm like, so I walked over there. It's like, hey, can I be in y'all group? And I was like, yeah, sure. So the tall, dark skinned girl who I would always stare at ends up walking over and asking to be in the group as well. Um. So he's like, okay, yeah, cool. Um, you know, he's all trying to talk and, you know, get to know each other and everybody. Uh, somebody was from Baltimore. Somebody was from uh, Philly. The tall girl was from Miami. And I'm a Charlotte native. Uh, so, born and raised. So we're talking. And after a while, we got tired of sweeping and whatnot. So we just ended up finding a little duck out spot. And... Shoot, and that's exactly what we did for the for the for the for 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 a while for a few weeks. So we didn't VTO, we just ducked off. Got paid for it too. Um, we ducked off, and then I remember just one con- the conversation that really screwed me over. Now that I look back in hindsight, the the part that really screwed me over in hindsight was so okay. Let me to explain myself before I say what I did. In school, um, up in college, like, I had never felt, like, so welcomed. Um, like, I was able to be vulnerable. I was able to be, like, transparent and, like, just talk, talk. And, like, so I was, like, able to be myself. Um, so, shit, we was just, like, motherfuckers asked me what was going on with me. I was, like, oh, shit, ain't shit wrong with me. You know, just some family bullshit. I got, like, a cousin and an aunt going around spreading a rumor. Oh, okay, yeah, so, yeah, okay, so I'm about to guess. I got an aunt and a cousin going around spreading a rumor saying I sleep with prostitutes. Here's the problem, and this is where it came from. It came from, I'm guessing, now in hindsight, now now I know what it is. The problem is, my cousin was also sleeping with the barber at the time, who now, she's pregnant with the second child by him, so now... My cousin now has three kids, and two of them are with the barber, who's still married. But, so when I was like, oh, I don't respect cheaters or, you know, anything, people who break up, like, marriages or anything like that, she felt offended because she, I guess she assumed that I was talking about her. I didn't know that she was sleeping with him. Like, honestly, I didn't even know, like, I didn't know. All right, I, I just didn't know. Um... And then, so, I had, when, when I was on the phone with my aunt, I had asked her a question. Because I remember in high school, um, my dad and his mom and his wife was arguing. Uh, matter of fact, pause on the story. My dad and my stepmom were arguing outside one night in a driveway. I don't know what they was arguing about, but push comes to shove, he ended up, she walks back into the house, he calls me out there, he's like, did you do that, I don't even remember what he asked me what I did, and I was like, no, no sir, he's like, don't you lie to me, and I was like, I'm not lying, I didn't, I don't know what you're talking about, and I did, so anyways, he ends up slapping me, and... 
he's like, I work too hard or da 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 to keep this family together and and he ended up asking me a question. He's like, Do you think I I'd be I'd ever lie to you or something like that? And I was like, I mean, I don't know. He's like, Tell me the truth, do you ever think I would ever lie to you? And I said, I don't know. And I remember my mom telling me something when I was little or me overhearing it or whatever. And so I was like, okay, well, I want to know if you're going to lie to me. So I asked him, I said, have you ever been arrested before? And he tells me, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. That ain't what, what people said it was. That was, I saw somebody on the side of the street and I went and picked her up. And the next thing I know, the police pulled me over saying that. Okay, anyway. So I asked my, I asked my aunt when I was on the phone call. Uh, I was like, hey. Has has my dad ever been arrested for for soliciting or something like that? And uh, she said, yes. Matter of fact, he's been arrested a few times. So I'm like, oh, a little bastard lied to me. It, so, but anyways, so that's where that uh, rumor and idea came from. So, cause uh, one day I was over at the barber shop, um, just chilling, and uh, she was like, hey. So I heard. A little birdie told me uh, that you be you be sleeping with prostitutes. I said, "Well, this did piss me off because I was on a no six sabbatical, which I'm I'm back on one now." Um, and so it's April. So this no six, August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April. Uh, about about nine months, nine months strong, and I'm proud. Um. And, um, it, I was like, wait, who says that? Who said I'm sleeping with pride? So this is one thing that irritates the fuck out of me about me, about my dad's side of the family. They'll always say, oh, I hear such and such and such and such. Or somebody doesn't like what you be posting up on Facebook. But then when I ask who said it or who does it uh, or, or like who, who, they, they always be like, Oh, don't worry about it. Just somebody. Okay, so now I'm going to assume that you are the ones who are doing it. And y'all are the ones who have a problem with it. But it's okay because I've been blocking that asses. And um, now you don't have anything to do with it, right? There's no problem. Um, this shit is so dumb. Why don't you just say, hey, you? I'm offended by some of the things that you put on Facebook. And we can have a conversation. Because I would ask you, how am I offending you? Or what about what I said offends you? Because, I mean, y'all go around calling people faggots and shit, and I don't say nothing. You know, I'm like, hey, I'm offended. Well, for <laughs> Shit, they probably call me a fucking faggot. Anyways. Nah, I mean, they blog, so. Yeah, anyways. So, this is what facing trauma looks like, you guys. Uh, So, we sit down, and the tall girl just looks up at me. And, like, motherfucker told us about how she was in the army, and. Uh, she a model, and she does music, too. She like to cook, and she do hair. And, you know, I'm just trying to stay up and up with the conversation. But uh, after hanging out with the group, so we ended up having a group chat, and, you know, I don't do, I don't really talk in group chats much, because I'm not a group chat type of guy, um, and I don't really get it, uh, so I don't. Uh, yeah, we're getting a group chat, uh, start talking. I think this is around the time... When it felt like she was starting to like the tall girl, um, who was trying, she was felt like she was kind of trying to like she wanted to flirt with me, 
Yeah, and, and I knew I had what I had asked the universe for. But, like, I just don't like to be bothered. Like, <laughs> I don't like to be bothered. And um, so I tried to ignore it. The more I tried to ignore it, the more it, she made it noticeable. I think this is before I officially got my car. Before I officially got my car, uh, the stations, like, so this is, uh, so we ended up going back to our stations because they ended up fixing up, whatever the problem was, they ended up fixing it. Ooh, shit. Uh, whatever the problem was, they ended up fixing it. Uh, so, I'm back at my station and I'm putting the items back on the robots. Shawty walks up behind me. And she's like, so, what's your Instagram? And as soon as she asked me what my Instagram was, the it's my voice, so I call it the little voice, but it's it sounds like me, but like it knows like if things like I like I would not know, so I, I listen to it. Um, it's not my subconscious, cause I trust me, I, I I know how to differentiate my subconscious. Um, I hear that motherfucker too, but um, something in my head was like, here we go again, and I was just like. Like, I hope I didn't make it noticeable, but like deep down inside, like, like I just really was like, ah, ah, here we go again with this fucking bullshit. Anyways, you know what they say, the soul speaks before the mouth does. So, I end up, so I'm like, well, I asked her why she wanted my Instagram. Because like, I want your Instagram. I want to follow you, you know, so we can follow each other. I'm like, I don't post anything. Which is true. I really don't post anything on my fucking Instagram. Why would I post, like, one picture, like, every three months? If I post something, I need, well, me making this post, this podcast means I have to stay in the algorithm now. So I guess now I actually have to actually post damn near every fucking day. Like, what the hell am I even supposed to be posting on fucking it? What, what the fuck do y'all be doing that you just find shit to just post? Like... I don't really take, I take pictures of fucking animals and trees and buildings and nature. I not once though I ever be like, oh my god, I want to take a picture of myself. Like, like, no, I don't think I'm ugly. Actually, I, I, I was looking at myself in the mirror one day. I was like, oh, my brother, you are really attractive. So, um, but like, no, nah, I don't think I'm ugly. I just, for what? <laughs> I know what the fuck I look like. <laughs> so what the fuck do I need to take pictures for? Um, I'm a weirdo, y'all. I'm weird. I'm sorry, you guys. Like, I'm extremely weird. So, I hope you enjoy the podcast. But, um, end up giving her my Instagram. I want to say, ended up getting my car. I want to say July 31st. I believe that's when I got my car, July 31st. Still enjoying my car. Um, they put out some VTO. And, uh, cause how old my car was, cause I got it, no, June, no, I got it June 30th, not July 31st, I, July 31st is when my 30 day tag expired, so I got it on June 30th, sorry you guys, got it on June 30th, and, um, the bank was like, yeah, so technically because this isn't like a full, so anyways, I forgot what the reason was, but I had a whole month where I didn't have to make a car payment. So, 
ended up, I, I, I did utilize that, that free time to pay on the card. It's okay, you guys. Maximize. Maximize on your opportunities. Um, trying to do more of that. Uh, podcast. Um, so, this isn't the first time I took her home. One day, like, we all BT. Like, they put VTO out. Like, it was just so much. Like, there was, like, just absolutely, like, nothing to fucking do in that warehouse. And they just put out, like, so much BTO. And it was, like, one day, like, I was just drained for some reason. And, like, I was just out of it. So they put up that BTO. Hell, I took that shit. <laughs> so I called my sister. It's like, hey. So they put out some BTO. Uh, you mind uh, picking me up from work early and taking me home? And uh, she was like, yeah. So this is before I had my car. So... I'm not going to say the street names, but if you're from Charlotte, you know, there's about three to four streets in the city of Charlotte that kind of relatively have the same name, and they all go in the same direction, leading to this town of this same name, and uh, one of the street names has an old, all right? I stayed by the old one. Uh, this motherfucker was like, oh, yeah, nah, I stay right there, too. Nah, this motherfucker, nah, motherfucker, you stay, you stay, you stay by uptown. You, 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 you gave me wrong. Actually, actually, yeah, you kind of offer this, this particular road, uh, street, but, uh, technically, you're off of this, this other one that kind of goes that way, which would have been a, a lot more uh, helpful in direction terms, but once again, motherfucker ain't from here, but she kept telling me, that she um, had been in Charlotte for some years, but she doesn't really like going out much because I'm a really private person. So, um, my mom was like, okay, you don't like going outside? You don't like doing shit? You don't like going nowhere? No, because I'm a private person. You know, people just always, and no. So I'm like, okay, cool, because that, that didn't bother me because in a way, I'm kind of a homebody too. But I do like to get outside the house and to go enjoy nature. I, I'm, I'm more of a nature guy. Um, which is right now, which is why I'm doing landscaping right now. Because I actually enjoy it. It's actually pretty fun. Um, I, I like it. I get to see beavers, lizards, chipmunks, turtles, frogs, birds, cats, dogs, coyotes. I get to see a lot of shit. Fish. Um, and I'm outside in the room. So, um, when I got my car, me and my friend that I met in high school, uh, actually, we met at Carowinds, because Carowinds was my first job, so we met at Carowinds, and so we've just been friends since about the 10th grade. Um, so she was actually off, and, like, her being off is, like, so rare, because she, like, works, like, 100 hours a week. (laughs) So... I pick her up, and, um, we go out to eat, and from going out to eat, the, the, the tall girl ends up, uh, FaceTiming me or whatever, and, like, she just keeps flirting with me, and so I'm just like, I'm, I'm just like, no, I don't really want to be bothered, and my friend was like, does she know, and I was like, no, I don't think so. I haven't told her. Should I? She's like, well, I mean, 
I don't know, it's up to you. And I'm like, alright. So I'm like, I don't think you want me. Because this is like me still trying to like, no. So I'm like, my dick is little. And she's like, what that mean? And I'm like, then I got a tiny dick. <laughs> and she's like, oh, that's okay. I'll work with it. And I'm like, you ain't taking no for it. I, I was like, ain't, dark, ain't black women supposed to hate small dicks or some shit? Like, I, so I'm like, no, it's not like small. Like, nah, it's like micro. I was like, I have a micro penis. Y'all, I told this motherfucker I had like, a micro penis. That, no, did not. No, still was not taken. Like, no, like, yo. I'm like, what the fuck? Still no? So you know, I'm just like, oh, whatever. I really gotta do this shit right now. So I'm like, actually, like my dick's like really, really small, like really, really small, like three inches max. She's like, okay, well, I still wanna get to know you. I'm like, the fuck, for what? And uh, so I just uh, like, uh, I'm trans. So I end up telling her that shit. Her eyes was like, her eyes just like got real wide, and she's like, "Oh, that's interesting. Well, I've never been with, with a trans person. Oh, with a trans before. See, here's my, I, I fucking hate that shit. What is a trans? Last time I checked, trans was an adjective and not a noun, so therefore you cannot be a adjective. And adjectives were used to describe nouns. So, anyways." So afterwards, so we were, actually me and my friend, we were, went to a restaurant out in India land. Um, for, I don't even know why. We went to India land, South Carolina for, for a restaurant. <laughs> oh, because we was in Pineville. And my friend was like, oh, I know what those places. So I, I don't know. I don't even know how the fuck we got the, I don't know. I don't even remember why we went to India land. Because if, if, if anyone is not familiar with the area, Charlotte, if you are in Charlotte, there's, or Pineville, there's absolutely not really a need to ever go to Indian land. So, I had an aunt who lived in Indian land at the time, so, but I don't think I needed to go by her house. I don't think I needed to. I don't even think I even saw her that day. So, um, not sure why I was over there, but food was good, the drink was good, so I let my, at the time, I had, like, this fear of cars, um, because I've been in a lot of car accidents when I was younger, um, and I only had one drink, but I was like, hey, to be cautious, like, here, friend, here's my keys, so my friend was DD, right, so, we was like, oh, well, fuck it, so, the tall girl ends up VTOing, um, so, I'm like, hey, you wanna hang out, chill out, so, it's like, alright, so, hanging out, we're going to pick her up. Then we go back to uh, Pineville. So we go from Indyland to goddamn Tucker CG. From Tucker CG, we go back to fucking Pineville. God damn it. <laughs> just to fucking sit at the park and just talk and shit. After we left uh, Amazon, we went to the food line on Tucker CG. And there's this stout beer. It's called Dragon's Milk. And if you like stouts, if you like high uh, ACV beers, I recommend this beer. It's called Dragon's Milk, and it's like 14%. I didn't even drink the whole fucking thing. Like, that shit hit me hard that day. My friend, I'm going home. So, I'm getting my keys to talk girl. I was like, hey, you want to be Didi? I was like, hey, you mind if I, like, crash with you for the night? I just don't want to, like, drive home or whatever. 
And then, so she was like, yeah, cool. Um, I have a bed. I was like, nah, you mind? I was like, you know, I'll sleep on the couch or whatever. She was like, oh, you don't have to sleep on the couch. I have a bed. I, I didn't know that. So she said, I, until this day, I'm not going. So she had a two-bedroom apartment and had a bed in each room. So I don't know if she was trying to get me in her room or in the other room. Because she, she just kept saying bed. Now, I, at the time, I didn't know that. She, once again, I'm still on a no-sex sabbatical. So I'm not on these because I, I'm on these because I need to sit my ass down and, and, and learn discernment and, and self-discipline. This is why I put myself on these things. Um, so she's like, oh, you know, I have a bed. And I'm like, nah, you know, I'll, I'll sleep on the couch. I'm probably fine with sleeping on the couch. She's like, you don't have to sleep on the couch. I have a bed. And I'm like, nah, I'm cool with sleeping on the couch. So I, I slept my ass on the couch. And here's why. Here's why I slept on the couch and I was insistent about sleeping on the couch. Where are couches normally at? In the den or in the living room? And usually in the living room, there's usually something called a front door. Now, is that all of them? No. Some of them have back doors. But either way, there's always a fucking door. So if anything ever fucking happens, I, Alea Naira Washington, is going to wake the fuck up. But as naked, rain, sleet, sun, snow, hell, freezing, high water, it don't fucking matter. I'm getting the fuck up up, and I'm getting the fuck out that goddamn door. I don't care. I'm getting the fuck up out of this bitch. Um, so, um, nothing happened. And, uh, I'm a early, I don't, I don't really need that much sleep to, uh, run and function throughout the day. So, I was up at, like, I want to say 7.38. And, uh, I had, uh, realized, like, she wasn't up yet, so I was just laying down. And I'm looking around. Hmm. I was like, this house is really, her fucking apartment looked like a goddamn home, one of those home, uh, magazine, uh, like, one of those living home or home living, that shit looked like, it was just so fucking well put together. I was like, oh shit, you really grown. You must be grown, grown. Cause this... When I say it wasn't shit out of fucking place, it wasn't a goddamn thing out of fucking place. Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel. So, um, she finally wakes up. And I want to say this is like a Sunday. Yeah, so it was Sunday, so we really, we were off on Sundays. So, still, um, uh, me getting my car and shit, wait. I was like, oh, oh, uh, you want to... So we ended up agreeing to like just hang out and go to the mall and shit. So, uh, cause she stayed like 15 minutes away from my crib, like 10 to 15 minutes. When I say this motherfucker was not far from where I was at, not far, not far. Matter of fact, there's so many times like, hell, I still be accidentally driving past her fucking spot. Um, but, uh, yeah. So when I'm going to the mall, um, motherfucker buys, buys a, light, a lot of shit out of Bath and Body Works. And I'm 5'1, alright? So the bag wasn't heavy, it was just big and it was hitting my legs. So I offered to carry her bag, so I'm carrying the bag. This motherfucker's like 6 feet tall. So I'm carrying her bag, but like, it's hitting my legs, so it's fucking up my stride. It's not that it's heavy, it's just that every time I, I take a step, the bag goes 
I'm like, all right, nah. and I got annoyed. Um, she's like, you want me to carry it? I was like, all right. Motherfucker just hoisted the goddamn bag up and like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, huh, huh. Weird. Um, <laughs> so we're hanging out for a little bit. Um, for this was ironically, this was um when August Alcina and Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith shit was happening too. Talk about fucking grooming, right? Alright, so yeah, this is around a time like uh the J the whole Jada Pinkett Smith and uh August Alcina um incident was uh being like like at its highest. Uh so, I want to say, after we left the mall, we went to North Lake. So, after we left North Lake, we went to university because my stepmom was getting her nails done. And I needed to make new keys. So, we went from North Lake, got on 45, got to, went to University City Boulevard. No. North Tryon. We went to North Tryon and University to the boardwalk. I put on some mob because my radio was talking about it. So... Uh, put on some mob radio. Shout out to Millie. Um, and, um, we just listening to it. And I really liked how she went in and was talking about, uh, it was called out J.P. and Smith, how she was wrong for grooming August. <sighs> the foreshadowing, yo. The fucking foreshadow. Hold on, let me just talk about... I, 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 I understand now I have many red flags if I have missed. But you know what? I want to start the red flag. You know, I'm looking for some paper and a pen right now. So I can keep track of how many fucking red flags I missed. Jesus Christ. You know what? I know what I'm going to do. <laughs> Alright, so you guys, I'm back. So this is... Uh, what's up? It's... I, 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 I originally bought it for to uh, take um, notes for grimoires and keep my uh, record of my spells that I cast in here. But today we are going to use this to be our, our my red flag counter. So let's do that. We're we're um, red flag counter. I was writing this yesterday too. What's today? The Birthday's Wednesday, so today's 18th. My birthday's Wednesday, so today's April 18th, uh, 2022. And we are going to call this Red Flag Counter. Okay, so off the back, so we'll list the first one I'll say her repeatedly asking for my Instagram. Then the second one is. Her unwillingness to accept me having a small dick. That was red flag number two. Red flag number three. Holy fucking shit. How well put together her fucking... You know what? I, I, I just keep listening to this story. And it all makes so much sense. How perfect her 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 uh, apartment was so well... And it wasn't just her fucking living room. It was the fucking kitchen. The bathroom. The fucking bathroom. The bathroom didn't have... There, there wasn't a skid mark in the toilet. There wasn't a ring around the tub. It wasn't shit in there that was out of place. 
everything was clean, everything was in its proper position, in its proper place, the towels was folded up on the towel rack, the goddamn, oh my god, I, 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 there was nothing out of place, too perfect, anyways, okay, a another one, I'd say, uh, how well she carried the goddamn big ass bag, I mean, then again, she's six feet tall, and you know what, hey, I don't want to tell this story in a way where, um, people will come off questioning tall black women. Because tall black women are already presumed to be masculine. That is not my intentions at all with this story. This story is for me to tell you guys about what the fuck has happened to me. Uh, should I make that a red flag? Well, you know what? Yeah, I'll make that a red flag. For carrying a big ass box. That big ass bag. Okay, so anyways. We're listening to the... Okay, back to... The... the August us, us, us listening to Mob Radio talk about how Jada Pinkett Smith was grooming August Alcina was the universal message for the position that I was in right now. Had I listened, it just caught on. Caught on. See, I could sense that, and I was like, oh yeah, nah, like she is, she did groom him. That's fucked up. You don't, you don't. Have sex with someone who's coming to you from like from like a uh, who's a uh, coming to you from like a mentor perspective or some shit like that, and my actual words. So um, I invite some friends over, you know, for like drinks and just drinks and chill. Um, went and got some uh, chicken and fries from uh, Chicks. I went to liquor store. Uh, got a few bottles. Um, and you know, we just chilling. Um, I took a break to, I was just wanted, wanted to socialize because I hadn't really been socializing there because it was just work, pay stuff, work, pay bills, work, 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 because I was just trying to pay it off. Um, this is what I did. And, um, how about we was in, we was in the, the drive through This motherfucker was like, she been in North Carolina. So yeah, y'all, this motherfucker pretty much tells me like, and we was at the Bojangles on Tryon, uh, where, uh, W.T. Harris and, like, Tryon intersect. This motherfucker tells me that she ain't never had Bojangles. I said, what? I was like, nah, you lying. You're lying to me. Like, we're gonna make that red flag number fucking five right there. Because how the fuck... Charlotte, North Carolina is not just... Charlotte, North Carolina is not only the city where Bojangles started out. This is the city where Bojangles is fucking headquartered. And I think it's right there off of South Boulevard. Yeah, I think that, I think that, I, I kid you not. I seriously think that the South, uh, that the Bojangles headquarters is off of South Boulevard. Um, how the fuck have you been in the goddamn Charlotte, North Carolina for five fucking years? And you've never had fucking Bojangles. I was just like, you're fucking lying to me. She's like, no, I'm really not. Like, so anyways, I just to, nah, bitch, you bitch, you was running game, bitch. Anyways, we're gonna make that red flag number five. So with me, I like to, I don't know why, I'm weird. I like for some reason, I don't know why. I don't, oh, cause I, I think I'm ticklish, so I want to know if other people are ticklish too. We'll get into my weirdness though. Um. Towards the conclusion of this story. So I do like this little. It's like kind of like a knee pinch. So it's like. 
so I go like this, but it's like above your kneecap. So it's like usually like when people are like sitting down, like their knees like bent, like I say about like maybe an inch and a half above like the kneecap. Like I do that, and uh, just to see like if it'll tickle though. And this person is extremely ticklish. But when I look down, and I really paid attention to the to 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 this individual's legs. They just looked weird to me. Like I was like, hmm. Literally in my head, I said, "Oh, I've never seen legs like that before, ever. Like I've never seen legs like that a day in my life before. Um, before, at the time. Hmm. So anyway, but I was like, you know, uh, bump it, whatever. Probably nothing. Fast forward to the night of like a little shindig. We all go outside, but we go outside to start smoking, but. The, it wasn't the fact that she don't smoke. It was the fact that I was noticing like didn't she didn't like really interact. Like me, I'm shy, so I understand it too. But like when I said this motherfucker wasn't doing shit but like on the phone like on the phone like this just the whole time. And like unless you like addressed her then like she would say something, she would speak. Uh, but we ended up going outside. She's still on the couch. I was like, hey, you, know, you can come out. She was like, well, I don't smoke. I was like, I mean, you know, it's not really about smoking. It's about, like, you know, you socializing, you know, you hanging out with everybody else. You feel me? So I had to, the fact I had to talk her into socializing. Okay, red flag number six. Red flag number seven was we started talking about the TV that was downstairs in the downstairs den. And, um, my stepmom ended up mentioning about how, like, she wanted, like, the TV, um, mounted on the wall, right? And she's like, oh, yeah, I can do it for you. I was like, what? It was just mind blown. Like, I've never heard of a woman, fuck what you want to say, I especially not a black woman. I ain't never heard, you know, I'm not going to say that. I ain't going to say that. But I ain't never heard a woman volunteer to mount a TV on the wall. And then I was like, oh shit, you know how to mount TVs? And she was like, yeah, I did mine. I was like, oh, that's dope. She's like, yeah, I, my toolbox. I was like, oh shit, you got a toolbox? Oh, hell yeah, I fuck with you. But then she said stud finder. How many women do y'all know what, a, know what a stud finder is? Why would a woman ever need a stud finder? I mean, yes, if a woman is does... Um, home improvement, but the fact that she literally said the term stud finder and not a little monitor thingy to find like the wood piece in the wall or some shit like I was taken aback by that the whole stud finder shit. So, uh, night ends and, um, I, uh, we ended up dropping off. Well, actually, I had to get in a car anyways. I had to, uh, drop off some of my friends and then drop off Tall Girl and then go back home. Uh, which is, you know, what I was doing. Um, so, me and Targa went up chilling for a little bit more. And, uh, I ended up breaking the, the sabbatical around August, I want to say. Yeah, probably August. And, um, so around, and, like, I was, uh, still kind of reluctant, but, I remember the first conversation we had about it, about, like, us, like, talking or getting to know each other. 
more red flags, you guys. More red flags. <sighs> more red flags. So I'm just going to it, and I'm, I'm once again I'm just on this all whole. I'm just oblivious. I'm just oblivious. And I said, oh, okay, so um, she kept kind of like pressuring me like a little bit, and for an answer, and I was like, well, I can't really give you an answer about like dating or being in a relationship because like I would like to get to know you, and then so me just being honest, I was like, uh, so I'll be honest with you. I haven't been in a relationship since um, 2016, and um, it was like really toxic, and even I did some toxic things in the relationship, and I just don't ever want to be in another toxic relationship, and even still today, y'all, when I tell you I will kill you, like, you know what, I don't even think I'll kill you, like, I would, nah, I'm gonna call the, oh yeah, we call Uncle Sam now. Push, cut, and shove, if I gotta call the cops, I'm calling the cops on your ass. Like, child, I don't give a fuck, I'm not dealing with the bullshit, I shouldn't have to deal with the bullshit. So, I'm a grown ass man, and you're probably, well, you are an adult, because I don't dabble with minors. So, you're seriously gonna have to get your shit together. Um... Because I don't like that shit. I don't like toxic relationships at all. I don't like how volatile they are. I don't like the energy that you that 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 it takes up. Like they're exhausting. Like they're just extremely volatile, and I just don't like it at all. Like I do not like toxic relationships at all. So um. And I was like, well, yeah, you know, I've been in therapy for two years up in school. Um, and, you know, I'm still kind of working on myself. Like, I know I'm not there yet, but I, I am still working on myself and I am still improving myself. Um, so, well, and I was like, hey, I haven't been in a relationship as an adult. So, like, if you, like, you know, don't mind, can you, like, tell me, like, can you, like, help me out? Like, what, like, what an adult relationship is like? Which is why I said the fucking August Alcina and Grumman shit was the the biggest motherfucking foreshadowing thing I could ever, like, I could say if anything that I saw that this would be what it was, the August Alcina shit, y'all. So, for some reason, she was like, Oh, well, you know, this is another red flag. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, we can get to know each other during the relationship. Well, that's usually what I do is I, I get to know people um during the relationship. So we can do that. I said, like, huh? Because I ain't never heard that shit before. I've never heard that shit a day in my life. But like, once again, y'all, you, I'll explain my position in the conclusion. I was like, what? That doesn't make any sense. But it's like, well, fuck it, whatever. Because, like, now this point in my mind, I had a conversation with myself. And when I say conversation with myself, you could say talking to myself or meditating or whatever. Same shit. So I'm sitting here trying to figure out what's going on. And then the, that little fucking voice. That, this my voice that I wait for so speak to. 
that little voice went off in my head. And it was like, this is a lesson. And then I was like, well, yeah, I know the lesson is I'm supposed to leave. And because that was a lot of the issues that I was having with my relationships in high school. I've never had a bad, I've never had a good, I've never had a healthy, um, intimate relationship. Um, never. And that's why I don't like to be bothered. So I was like, well, yeah, I know the lesson is to leave, but am I supposed to leave? Am I supposed to leave now? Am I supposed to leave later? And the voice was like, it's good that you, so the little voice said, leaving now, that's one lesson, and that's a lesson you learn. Now you can stay. There won't be anything that'll happen to you. You can stay, but one thing you need to do is you need to shut the fuck up and you need to pay attention to your fucking actions. You need to shut the fuck up. You need to shut the fuck up. I'm just like, alright. Okay. Okay, I'll shut up. I ain't gonna say shit. I ain't gonna say shit. And y'all, if you know me, y'all know me. <laughs> you know me, y'all know me. <laughs> I don't shut up for shit, alright? I don't shut I don't give a fuck. You can whoop my ass. You can shoot me. You can stab me. You can... I've been hitting the head with a goddamn steel chair before. I do not give a fuck. I'm going to say whatever the fuck I feel like I need to fucking say. But I shut the fuck up, though. If I, if I can be honest, if I say, if there was anything in my life, if there was this, it, it, this motherfucker, you, this my, I didn't say shit to this motherfucker at all. And if I did trigger this person, it, it, it was triggered by accident, motherfucker. It wasn't my fucking fault. I was trying to communicate with you to get my fucking point across. And hell, I just, the only fucking way that you would listen to me is if I brought up my parents. And so, hell, that just ended up triggering you. So, that's not my problem. But, uh... I shut the fuck up. And, um, uh, I was like, I, I do remember texting this person. I was like, hey, are you, are you trying to groom me? Well, I would ask. Oh, I don't know. I thought I texted her, but, so I thought I texted her, but, like, when I was searching my messages, I couldn't find it, so, I don't know where those messages went, but, um, I kept asking her, I was like, are you trying to groom me? Are you trying to groom me? Because it would be like certain things. Like she's like, oh, you know. Well, I'm used to dating men with money. And I know, like, you don't really like, have money like that. Uh, so, like, but yeah, like, my love language is gifts. And I just give by. Look here. I, I <sighs> To me, love, the gift buying is not love language, y'all. If anyone tells you that their love language is, is buying them gifts... Child, you better get the fuck up out of it. Matter of fact. And this has always been my position even before I met this person. To me, to me, because everybody's different. Everybody's different. Saying that the oh, the way that you see that someone loves you is when they buy you things. That comes off extremely as materialistic. And it comes off as, well, I ain't got no gold for you to dig right now, but. It just seems like, it just screams objectifying, objectifying, objectifying. 
Uh, so I, I, I accepted it because I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm a plastic bag drifting through the wind right now. And, uh, I tell her my love languages. These are no longer my love languages. We'll get into that later. But I say, oh, well, my love languages, well, I have three. Is that okay with you? She's like, yeah. Time, attention, and consideration. Uh, those were mine. And, uh, yeah. So, my uncle's funeral was, uh, coming up. So, we ended up going to my uncle's memorial service together. And the family was, uh... On my dad's side, was asking me um, about you know who she was, like this was, was was she my little girlfriend? I was like, nah, we're on like a test run, you know, a test trial. And she's like, oh, we're on a test trial. I was like, yeah, a test run. So I was asked to read the eulogy. I don't really like going to funerals. Uh, because I don't like the energy there, and I know I I understand it's a memorial service, and the and family a family member has passed, so people aren't going to be in the best of spirits. I understand that, but I just cannot take like the actual energy of a funeral. Like it's just like ah, and I'm like, oh my god, uh, people are depressed. Like, why do I have to go over there? <laughs> um. But I was excited because uh, they were um, giving me this position and I I shared a birthday with him. So I was like, oh my God, thank you. So they told me to write down some things. I did not know that when you read a eulogy, you're supposed to read the thing in the obituary. And then I was supposed to read whatever they told me to write down. I didn't do that. I, I did not know I didn't do that because I remember asking when we was at their house I said this is what you want me to read right they said yes I said we'll get into why you have to be extremely extremely detailed when speaking to me and when you want something from me we'll get into that I'm telling you guys a story about this is I had to live this and I didn't understand what was going on with me until like what literally it's April December December January yeah December literally I didn't understand what was going on with me until December I had to take a test and even that it was an online test so technically it's not even fucking official it's just the best I can do for right now I said this is what you want me to read right just what I wrote down they said yes all right. We are now going to have the eulogy read by late Narelle Washington. So I get up there. And he leaves behind <laughs> such and such and such and such and such. And I walk the fuck off the stage. And to this day, I'm laughing, but, like, I feel so bad. Like, you only get one funeral. Like, I fucked up. And it was my cousin. I, my, my cousin and, and my aunt asked me to do it. So, it was his wife and his daughter and his biological. Of course, the, the other two but are, are his children as well. But it was the biological one. 
and oh my god, like, I just, to this day, like, I just feel so bad, and like, you can't get it back, I can't undo that, like, we cannot gather everybody around, re-rent out a church space, and then re-get get the funeral department, we can't do that shit back, so I feel, I feel like so shitty for that shit, so yeah, that's how I found out I had fucked up, when everyone was like, hey, you didn't read the obituary, I was like, what, I didn't know I was supposed to read the obituary, I didn't know, and I, my mother didn't force me to go to funerals, y'all. It was pretty frequently, pretty early in life, like, we came to the conclusion that I don't like funerals, and so I got asked if I wanted to go, and the answer was usually no, so I didn't have to go. Um, and plus, growing up, there's, like, a lot of deaths going on around at the time. Because uh, my uh, mom's grandparents were born in the 20s, so I was born in 98, so when I was, like, like uh, from the age three to five, a lot of the older folks down in Conway and Charleston were passing, so it was like a lot of funerals. So I was just like, no, I'm 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 cool on them. I think I've been through enough. I like, I will go like if if I'm invited or if I'm told to, but like I, I don't like funerals. After this service, um, you know, I pres- I profusely apologized. I apologized, like, so much. I don't even, like, I, I, I hope, like, I hope people know, like, I, that was a huge accident. And I did not mean to do that. Like, I, I didn't know. Um, so, after that, um. Um, me, my dad, stepmom, little brother, and tall girl, we go to Outback. And my dad offers to pay for us, uh, because he's on dialysis. And although I've been working, I've been giving her my keys so she could take him to dialysis. So at the time, I was kind of like half living with her and like half with my parents so he offers to pay and I'm sitting in the car I had one beer <laughs> again um this is an angry orchard and still my I wasn't even tipsy I, was, I don't even know why I even I wasn't buzzed or anything I was I don't have no idea why I gave her my keys but like as a precaution I gave her my keys and I was like you gonna treat me like shit ain't you you gonna dog the fuck out of me ain't you Motherfucker doesn't answer. So this is going to be red flag number nine. Motherfucker doesn't answer and has this eyes just get like real wide. And she's just like looking straight ahead. And then next thing I know, I was like, nah, you going to play me. And I was like, you don't got the good intentions for me. I was like, well, hey. She does like this real snap. She was like, who are you that I need to lie? I was like, well, bitch, Evan, I didn't say this. I did not say this because I told you I'm supposed to shut the fuck up. I'm supposed to shut the fuck up. I'm supposed to shut the fuck up. So I didn't say this shit, but in my fucking head, I said, well, bitch, evidently, I'm some fucking body you fucking want to be around, ain't I? Ain't I? Ain't I? Ain't I? Bitch, yeah. The fuck? 
Anyway, I hate when y'all be trying to tear down my self-esteem. Nah, bitch, it's gonna take a lot of work for you to do that. Good luck to you. Good luck. After the whole Outback shit. Actually, we was late going to Outback because she has this friend named Sharika or some shit. Child. That Sharika bitch. She tried my ass, too, because, like, we was on, like, them two was on FaceTime or something one day. And, uh, tall girl was essentially like, oh, yeah, girl, you know, he one of them... I'm not pro-black. I'm, I'm not pro-black. Like, I don't know why y'all use that label on me. I'm Now, I say I'm, I'm for my community first. Like, do I... I think that my... I, I, my ideal is... I would like to put my primary focus on not... Well, yes, myself too. But specifically on my community. Because, like, dog. The American... You can say indigenous, black, Moorish, American, whatever. The fuck, if you are from here and you are dark-complected and you not from the Caribbean, uh, you ain't from Africa or wherever else dark-skinned people are from, right? And you here and you take the B or whatever. Yes, I know race is a social construct and it's a class too. Race is a classification. It's not necessarily about your phenotypes. I understand that. I, I get it all. I, I, I know. But I've I, I I'm just particularly feel like the community needs to I side with Booker T. Washington. So if you go the fact that it is twenty twenty two and I can still describe the state of black Americans with a fucking debate that happened between Booker T. Washington and W.E.B. Du Bois. The fact that I can still... Booker T. Washington is what we should have done. No, I'm not going to have... As someone who... Yes, you guys, I have... W.B. Du Bois, Soul, Souls of Black Folks. Yes, I have that book in my literary collection. I have it. Yeah. So, if that puts... Uh, uh, if if you don't know what I'm talking about, go go look it up. But that's my position. Child, the motherfucker looks at Sharika, so she dark-skinned and she heavy-set too. So Now we gotta get into motherfucker. But she from South Carolina, so now I guess we gotta get into goddamn stereotypes and shit. Motherfucker. Oh, you must be overcompensating. Overcompensating. I was like, nah. I was like, nah, you know. So here's what I said, but I'm going to go off a little rant too. I said, nah, I'm not really overcompensating. Like, like I've always like like being black. And I was like, I mean, hell, even like when motherfuckers like was growing up, like, I'm I'm a little I've been tanning because I've landscaping and it's getting warm. Uh, so I've been in the sun a lot more. Uh, but growing up, like I was like really really high yellow and um still high yellow, but whatever. Um, people call me white, and even like like I've I've that's always gotten under my skin as a kid. Like I'm talking about tears in my eyes, crying like. Like, as a kid, if you wanted to to get under my skin, all you had to do was call me white. And I was, like, trying to, like, more, like, explain my position. 
And, uh, I, mm -hmm, so you is overcompensated. And I'm just like, but now I understand that the motherfucker was projecting whatever uh, their issues is with themselves. Uh, they were just projecting to get onto me for whatever reason. Don't know, don't care. Um, so that's what it was, and that's what it is. Uh, and I can see that now. On the other hand, now here's my rant. See, y'all really be trying that shit. What's up? Okay, so I have a question. And, and like I said, this is my fucking podcast. And it's called I Got Something to Say. So I have a question, you guys. To all my little dark-skinned people out there. And specifically to the dark-skinned people who um have... um Towards light-skinned people. The people... Yo. I've dealt with this shit my entire life. And no, I'm not a colorist. No, I do not engage in light skin versus dark skin conversations. For y'all to be, as to what you claim to be, the epitome of blackness. Darker skin people, brown skin, matter of fact, brown skin people too. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead. <gasps> y'all motherfuckers annoy me too, shit. God damn it. I hate talking about fucking complexion. Like, I hate that shit. Oh, shut the fuck up. I, oh, my God. And it's, oh, I, I love me some dark-skinned women. I, I find dark-skinned women extremely attractive. But, like... I'm not going to be with you because you're dark-skinned. And I don't want you to be with me because I'm light-skinned. I hate... Oh, my God. One thing I could say that I hated about my ex the most... And I'm not talking about the tall girl. I'm talking about the one I dated. Y'all, if you know me, if you're from Charlotte, and you know me, you know exactly who the fuck I'm talking about. One thing I could not stand with that bitch is every single time that motherfucker wanted to take a goddamn picture or something, that motherfucker would always exaggerate my fucking features. Whether it be my skin complexion or my eye color. Like, I remember this motherfucker would, would literally be like, so I just be like this, and this my, uh, pretend like my hands are her hands. She's like, mm, mm. you know, look at this eyes. Like, y'all, being with someone who is of a lighter complexion to you, or who has a a particular eye color that you probably want for yourself or your children to have, it is not a self esteem boost for you. Your self-esteem is still in the fucking hell. It's not even in trash. It's not in the gutter. Your self-esteem is in hell, which does not exist, by the way. But we're going to pretend like it does, just like y'all pretend like there's going to be a, a white man in the clouds that's going to come down here and save you. Um, my name is Alea Naira Washington, and this is my podcast where I come and say whatever the fuck I feel like I want to say. I got something to say. Uh, so... Anyways, yes. So, which is, that is why we was late. Because, uh, Shadi wanted uh, to, uh, talk to, um. Not being considerate of my time. Red flag number 10. Not being considerate of my time. Red flag number 10. Her yelling at me in the car. Red flag number 11. 
It wasn't even a yell. It was just like, hey, bitch, bitch, you better calm the fuck down before I knock that ass down, motherfucker. You gonna, you a tall tree, motherfucker, and I will chop your ass down. Word to Rwanda. Word to Rwanda. See, matter of fact, you know what? That That's some crackhead shit right there. Y'all ever want to see light skin versus dark skin on crack? Yeah, <laughs> the Rwandan genocide. <laughs> you gotta watch Hotel Rwanda. Although, well, ironic, they said the lighter ones with the tall ones, so that's what they meant by chopping down tall trees. Huh. I haven't heard one of those in a while. Um, but in this instance, the dark skin one is tall, so we're gonna chop that motherfucker down. But, um, <laughs> so, I'm like, whatever. Honestly, I probably moved in fully by the end of July. Um, so, the agreement was I still would be paying $200. Uh, because that's what I was paying over at with my, with my people. I did buy groceries and things like that. Hell, I didn't even know. And I find out this motherfucker had a fucking food step card, which I didn't even fucking know about. It didn't, it didn't really mean much to me anyways, because I was still going to be buying food. Because um, I don't know how much that person got. Um, Tell me, honestly, I didn't even know that you could get food stamps with, with being by yourself and not having kids or anything. I didn't know that was possible. But, um, yeah. Ended up moving in. Um, and everything was, uh, pretty well for, for a while. Um, I want to say, like, really getting, well, I kind of set it up. Uh, cause, trying to figure out a lot of shit about, like, adulthood. Um, still trying to figure out shit about adulthood. Like, y'all. Shit's bad. Shit's bad. But, um, we... I remember, like, we used to try and, and, and determine trying to, well, when I say, like, I'm trying to get to know you, I want to know about your trauma, I want to know what your parental relationship is like, I want to know how your family setup is, your academic history, your dreams, goals, and aspirations, I'm trying to gather as much information about you as possible. But I will say one thing um, I was not trying to do was, like, I was putting up with so much because I just wanted to know what was up. Why did the universe have me in this position? So, I'm continuing as trying to get to know each other. So, one day, we move in. And, uh, one day after I moved in, we was watching this uh, video which I'm, I'm gonna show you guys. Uh, which I actually I actually recommend a lot of people check this video out. Um, I did it uh, with a friend of mine, and uh, we had met up uh, 
every year the Human Rights Campaign uh, does a HBCU coalition uh, where they either invite everyone gets invited to the HRC headquarters up in uh, Washington D.C. and we attend different seminars, uh, networking events specifically geared to HBCU students. Now, the one that I went on was the, so far, it was the only one that they had had in Atlanta because they wanted to do something different. Um, so I had a free trip to Atlanta, uh, room and board paid, traveling paid, uh, food paid for. Um, hell, he's even given a stipend. Then the school gave us a stipend on top of that. And then my mom ended up sending me some money, uh, some spending money on top of that too because I was getting an allowance. Um, my mom gave me an allowance if I in school if I wasn't working. I think she sent me. I think she gave me a hundred dollars that time though. It was fifty dollars every other week, but I think specifically she gave me a hundred dollars that time because I was in Atlanta. We got to go to the Coca Cola headquarters. We did a lot of learning. I met a lot of people. Um, even did my first my my first bowl. Uh, it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. It was interesting. That was me stepping out of my, my, out of my element. Um, I'm involved with the LGBT community, but that's not my primary identity, um, if that makes sense. So if you guys want to, uh, watch a video or hear, um, perspective from a black trans man and a black gay man, um, he's a graduate of, uh, Texas Southern? They have brown letterings, and they're in Houston. The HBCU that's in Houston. That's where he goes. Oh, well, that's where he graduated from. And, uh, we were talking up, up about, like, a lot of, um, traumas. Honestly, if you, if you are interested in hearing how black, young, LGBT-identified adults have an educated perspective or just talk about things that have either affect us or affect the black community or affect the black LGBT community not necessarily we did I don't think we talked about the LGBT community we mostly talked about being black and then being being black and LGBT so if you guys um I do recommend I, I, I please 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 go check out that video uh, we chopped it up really well um, and, and I liked it. So, me and Talker, we was actually watching that, and, I did because I put up that video for on purpose, because I wanted to know, because I know about the things that we talked about in that video, and I wanted to know if anything that we talked about had ever affected this person, right? Oh, push, push come to shove, I ended up finding out this person was trans, not because they told me, but because, nah, this is way before we had sex. Uh, so, m me disclosing, my position on disclosing is a little bit different than that individual's, but that individual, tall girl, has had more experiences, uh, with having to disclose. I pers I, I kind of move in a way where I technically, I, I don't want to disclose, like, so, I mean, my bio, like, my Instagram bio, um, like, if you know what you're looking for, you know what to look for, like, I'm not, like, I'll admit to it, but, like, once, I, I don't go around, hey, I'm a trans man, because then, then people really look at you kind of way, 
um, my position is I'm a man, um, and my pathway to manhood was that transitioning. I had to transition. Um, so I'm, I, I view myself as a man who just so happens to be trans, but not necessarily as a trans man. Although, technically, that would be what I am. I, I get that shit. I'm just explaining myself, you guys. Uh, so, <laughs> shout out to my friend. <laughs> I reached out to a gay friend of mine. I was like, hey, I sent them uh, this person's uh, Facebook link. And I was like, hey, can you let me know of, like, if this person is trans or not? Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't know. I went to ask, but... Like, I couldn't tell. Because he had titties. So. Yeah. Titties. Uh. And this person's has their implants under their pectoral muscle. So they're not on top of the pectoral muscle. They're underneath the pectoral muscle. So it looks a lot more natural because it's. Because you'll see the muscle, and then you'll see... So, I ended up finding out that the person was trans because I had somebody do some research. And then, so I was like, oh, hell no. And I, I took the picture, and, and I sent it to the text, uh, text picture to, to the tall girl. I was like, oh, is this you? It's like, mm, how'd you find that? And I was like, oh, I didn't find it. I had my friend find it for me. I said, you wasn't going to tell me? Well, I had told you. She was like, yeah, but you didn't tell me. That you had liked it. There's another shit. That motherfucker uses the, the word liked it. And I don't like that. Like, well, whatever. Anyways, when I say I'm extremely picky, I'm extremely picky. Alright. Picky. Anyways, motherfucker goes, Well, I didn't know if you had liked it, me or not. So. I didn't, I feel like I didn't really have to disclose because you didn't really give me anything. So technically I didn't have, which this person is right, which I actually, I'm going to adopt that. Because if we're not fucking, we're not having any intimate relationships, we're, we're talking. But on another hand, I do see how someone could like even become attached in a way, um, and then get upset. So I could see the hurt in that way too, but there's no tricking involved over here or tricking or whatever. Because a lot of people are like, oh, you're trying to trick people. Nobody trying to trick you, motherfucker. This is for me, bitch. I didn't do this shit for you. How dare you? See, that's another thing. Y'all gonna stop coming to me like, oh, you tricking people. But motherfucker, who give a fuck about you? I didn't even know you existed until like two minutes ago. The audacity, the entitlement of you fuckers. Anyways, nah, the not. I'm not gonna put that as a red flag. When I'm looking at red flags, I'm looking at red flags about treatment. Now that I did feel some type of way, because my original my position is, hey, why didn't you disclose what I disclosed? But I mean, I have to take someone else's uh, pers life perspective in consideration, so I'm doing that. So, which is why I'm not making that a red flag. Back to the video, we ended up talking about uh, childhood sexual trauma. And this person got visibly triggered. But I didn't say anything because of how how triggered this person was. This was an extremely sensitive spot. So I was like, okay, so this is what I'm doing. I just wanted to know who and what I was dealing with. Like, that was it. And, like, a lot of people... 
Yes, I ask about childhood sexual trauma when I'm getting to know you because I need to know what type of person I'm dealing with. Yes. The fuck? Motherfucker asked to turn the video off. Which I respect it. Turned it off. Here's what happened. Here's really what shit really started to get like toxic and being kicked off when Sushatu, uh, uh, I'm, I'm skipping some shit, so. Okay, so, the three-month talking period or whatever ended around September, but my ex's birthday is September 13th, so for God, for fuck's sake, I couldn't ask her out on September 13th, because I was like, I see some similarities, but I don't need that much of a goddamn similarity, so, uh, <laughs> tried to get an Airbnb, uh, so you like, you know, try to do some dope ass shit, cause like, oh, fuck it, if I'm trying to make you bae, you gonna be bae, motherfucker, and I'm gonna treat you like bae should be treated, so, I, yes, I've, of course, in this instance in time, I ignored the negativity, just so I could treat you nicely, and, um, cater to you the way that I would cater to, like, my bae. Like, you playing a role. <laughs> you're playing a role, ma'am. This isn't really geared towards you. It's just a role that you're playing. I can be ain't shit, too. I know I ain't shit. <laughs> I can be ain't shit, too. Um, so, couldn't get the Airbnb because Airbnb was like, oh, mm, Something tells us you're trying to have a party. So that I moved there from two nights to three nights. But I wasn't going to do four nights. Because what the fuck we need four nights for? It was just an Airbnb. I, 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 my choice was to either get one on the lake. Or to either get one uptown. Um, as a surprise, you know, take her out to a fancy ass restaurant. Which ended up being Fig Tree. Fig Tree was the restaurant that I chose. Um... I enjoyed the I enjoyed the charcuterie board. That was nice. I'm not big on fancy restaurants because they're not filling for one. They I don't care for the taste of them. Uh, but the charcuterie board was nice. Um, she enjoyed it. I ordered the lamb because uh, it was mostly seafood, and I wasn't paying a hundred dollars for a steak for myself. Um, that shit was probably gonna be fucking rare, anyways. Uh, medium rare. I don't eat medium rare. Like, well done. The the most medium I'll go is a, a medium well. Well done over here, and I want a shit ton of steak sauce to go with it. Um, A1. Now, we'll mix in a little bit of 157 in there, too. But A1, or if you marinate that shit really well with some Worcestershire sauce, I won't even need none. But I, I just like sauces, so... Which is why, I'm, yes, I'm giving a dossier file. And I'm doing it on purpose. <sighs> Had the candles. So I was going to do like the little candle lights and the, like the little flower petals on the way there. I had, I even asked people, there were people, well, I had my friends willing to help me set this shit up. I had people willing to come from fucking Durham and Greensboro to help me set this shit up. Because people was excited that I was going to ask someone to be my girlfriend, yo. Like, what? When I say it is rare for me to ever be geeky and shit over me just la 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 la, I'm God. I like you. That shit is so rare. 
It's so fucking rare. And I I just be drained for most of the the most of the shit. Like, but I was excited to even do this. But like. Everything fell through. Matter of fact, that's another... That's a universal red flag. I was getting too excited. Universe was like, don't get too excited, motherfucker. This shit needs to fail. (sighs) Red flag number 12. Everything fell through. So, ended up writing her a letter or whatever. Which I had to fucking read the letter. And I actually be my girlfriend. She's like, oh, you want me to be your girlfriend? Say, yeah. I want you to be my girlfriend. This was this is an actual conversation. She goes, oh, you don't think I'm a hoe? No. So, the reason why she kept asking me that shit is because I asked her, are you a hoe? And when I said, are you a hoe, I'm not talking about... I mean, like, do you sleep around? Are you promiscuous? Do you have difficulties with keeping your legs closed in a relationship? That is what I mean by hoe. Matter of fact, nah. I have to add some more red flags. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, red flag 13. Also, another conversation about the getting to know each other. I asked her if she's a sex worker. She's like, sex worker? No. It's like, do you have an OnlyFans? No. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to date you if you have an OnlyFans. I'm like, I don't even know why that's even the... Rant. Here's the thing. If you engage in that activity, I don't even know why you would even feel like you should even be in the fucking dating pool. We're going to get more into my thinking process. But I would just like to tell the story. Oh, you don't think I'm a hoe? No, are you? No, 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 you don't think I'm holding. She was like, okay, no, I was just wondering. For what? Why you keep asking me that shit? I don't know, like, if I get, we're gonna, I'm just gonna put like 10 more. We're at 13 now, but we're gonna be at 23. Uh, just because I'm going to add 10 tally marks, just fact, just, just to group in the. As many times as this motherfucker had asked me if I thought that she was a hoe. So we're at 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Alright, now we're up to date. We're at 23 red flags right now. So we ended up going back to her crib. And um, I think we had sex. I'm not sure or not. It wasn't the first time we had sex, because I had already broken the sabbatical. I say sex. Look here. No. Imagine pegging. Yes. Yeah. That's the primarily, like, I did ended up letting this individual uh, penetrate me. But when I say one and done, one and done. Ew. First of all, I, I wasn't even comfortable. I don't even... We'll get into that. This is it, September, October. I think the October went. It was kind of going smoothly, I guess. Um, actually, ironically, as soon as I had asked like, her to be my girlfriend, I ended up getting um, an attendance letter from Amazon saying like I was gonna be terminated in a week. Um, so I ended up saying that I could have um, not been terminated because of the reasonings. Um, that technically I still did have points 
but I don't say fuck it. I don't know why, like, something about, like, but anyways, I ended up getting hired at this old, old sports bar that I had worked at, uh, for a stint over the summer, like, I want to say, like, a year earlier. I wasn't making as much money as I was at Amazon, but I was making enough. So birthdays around, like, November. I, was, I got a shit ton of Scorpios in, in my family. And this motherfucker was like a November Scorpio in like the first week. Um, so my dad's, my dad's a Scorpio, a October Scorpio. My little brother's an October Scorpio. Of the cousin that I was talking about earlier. Uh, I think October went pretty smooth. Like, so she was like, she's a dancer. So, but like she's an actual dancer. Um, not a stripper, but dances, like dances, like technical dancing dances. Whenever her film, like whenever she went to film, I was there uh, to support her. Because uh, I, I know like when you, when you date, like people who are entertainers, um, they're really big on like getting support. Well, everyone's big on wanting to be supported, but like you have to like really be there. Um, so like I was like really there. Like the tapings, I was there. I was in the background. Because when I say, like, I do not care for a spotlight, I do not give a fuck about a spotlight. This podcast is... Because is, I want a podcast, and, um... I want to talk about shit that I want to talk about. And then a lot of people was like, hey, you... A lot of people tell me, hey, you should get yourself a podcast or be on TV or some shit like that, so... I'm cool with the podcast. So I have a podcast, you guys. It's my podcast. Anyways, um, but yeah, like, I don't care a fuck about a spotlight. Like, if I get a thousand subscribers on this shit, I'll be good with a thousand subscribers. Like, <laughs> I'm on a podcast, you know? And if you want to listen, you want to listen. Thank you. Just thank you for listening. So, around November, November. So she ends up going home to Miami. And uh, specifically, she specifically told me to make sure I keep her house in order and clean when she gets back. I decided to go above and beyond. But me going above and beyond, I know it makes no sense to a lot of other people. But like, if everything is looks like a fucking magazine, then well, I have to take shit apart and scrub and clean up every fucking thing. And then put it back together. I forgot uh, that I had to work. And, um, like, I remember I took the, you know, the drawer that's at the bottom of the oven? I took that out so I could clean out under the oven. And I forgot to put it in. Actually, I put the drawer in the living room because it had just been better for me to go ahead and sweep and mop. Which I did that, and I was waiting for the floor to dry, so I left the drawer in the living room. It was already vacuumed. Everything was already vacuumed up and everything. Now, did I need to fold some stuff? Yes. It was some things out of place, but it, I, I, to me, it wasn't that bad. But to this person, it was extremely that bad. Extremely. So... She tried to break up with me um, when she got back. Uh, here, me and my goddamn attachment issues and shit. You know, I went in immediate. 
begging, please don't leave me, move, please, you know, you know, I swear, because, like, another thing, like, she's playing on my ego, too, like, she's using my ego against me, um, which is my fault, because had I not had that mentality, you can't use it against me in the first place, so, um, because, like, I was really, like, God damn it! like, when I said there was nothing, like, I couldn't get anything right, I couldn't, the gifts I was buying was wrong, uh, the things, um, I would try to do for her was wrong, uh, hell, I cleaned up the wrong way, <laughs> everything I was doing was wrong, and I was like, oh, damn, usually I'm, I'm pretty good in relationships, so that shit was, was a huge blow to the ego, which is why, like, my ego is taking a huge backseat right now. First of all, I didn't really even that utilize my ego. But then I'm like, oh, well, shit, if I can be used just like this bad, like, fuck my ego. Uh, so, really, fuck my ego. Ooh, we are past the two-hour mark. So, I'm tied up a little bit. Okay, so, you know, I'm begging. I'm begging shoddy. Um, and so, she steps out. And so, this is when I... Actually, up during when I was doing the little human rights campaign thing, um, I had actually met uh, someone who's trans, and they were a mentor. So they had did the program. Um, e- either they had already did the program, and they were just coming back to help mentor us and help us. Uh, so I reached out to this person. I said, hey, I am currently dealing with someone who's trans right now. This is my first uh, trans person I've been in a relationship with, and, you know, and then I was like, hey, yeah, what's going on, what you need help understanding, I was like, hey, um, you know, I pretty much told this person, um, it's like, hey, um, I already told them this is my adult relationship, so I don't really know what's going on, so just play, play, please, like, bear with me, and I was like, yeah, I mean, she leaves, I tell me where she's going, she always tells me, like, she's been, she's used to dating older men, and older men with money, you know, you know, that's not me at all. Like, she's like, she's taking a chance with me. So, I kind of get that. Because, in a way, I'm kind of taking a chance with her. Because, uh, well, please don't be offended by this. But, like, I'm not really in, uh, attracted to trans women. Uh, so, this kind of new for me, too. Um, so, <laughs> and immediately, the first thing that the my friend says to me is, you need to leave. You need to leave right now. Well, I don't leave. Well, yeah. And I was like, well, yeah, I know I'm supposed to leave. But, like, I, I can't right now. I can't leave. Well, I, And I didn't ever expound on the reason why I didn't want to leave. But because I wanted to gather as much information as I was getting. And it was still a big-ass question mark. So. If you are ever dealing with someone who is of, um, whether it be, if you are ever dealing with someone in a romantic setting that you have never particularly dealt with anyone in a romantic setting like this, or of the same energy or caliber, whether it be money, trans, uh, not trans, whatever, whatever it be, if you're ever stepping out of your element and you reach out to someone who is of this element and they tell you to leave, fucking leave, which I know I need to leave, but I couldn't leave, so you guys, alright you guys, well, 
thanks for tuning in to my first episode. I don't want to cloud too much in this one, so just trying to keep it a little much around two hours as much as possible for right now. I will see you guys with part two as I finish up this story. It might take three parts. I'm so sorry, but this story is going to range from 2020 to hell, even 2022. So I'm trying to condense um, about a year and a half down to six hours. <laughs> so please bear with me. But uh, thanks for t- thanks for listening. Um, thanks for stopping by and listening to me and hearing my rambles. Um, you can catch me out on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and I do have a website.